0: Good Friday everyone. We are talking about peace. The Bible tells us that if we have God's wisdom then all of our paths will be peace. We'll have peace with God, we'll have peace with others, and we'll have inner peace. Now we have seen that Christ is our peace. Our peace is wrapped up in a person. Certainly our peace with God is dependent upon what Jesus did. He came to make peace between God and man. He made the way possible for us to come into a relationship with God. Then he taught us principles that if we will implement in our life, we will have peace with other people. And the word of God also teaches us principles that if we apply them, it will allow us to have inner peace. Now this peace needs to be made. The Bible says that we are to be peacemakers, and if we're going to make peace, then we need to have the ingredients. In fact, Romans 14 and verse 19 says, pursue the things that make for peace, and that's exactly what we have been doing over these last number of weeks, pursuing the different ingredients that make peace. Now, each one of these ingredients combats some aspect that would rob us of our peace. And the one that we are looking at right now is the fifth ingredient. And that is how do we handle the unfairness of life? When we look at life in general and just observe what happens to people, we have to conclude life isn't fair. Why do bad things happen to some people and good things happen to other people? And it doesn't seem to be determined by whether the person is good or bad. Why this disparity? Well, if you're going to have inner peace, then you need to see these happenings with an eternal perspective. We saw yesterday that Jesus addresses this whole issue in Luke chapter 13. Some people have come to him and told him about the Galileans who were murdered trying to make a sacrifice. And Jesus asked them and said, do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered such things? He says, I tell you, no. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And then he goes on and talks about 18 people who were killed when a tower fell that they were working on. And again, he asks the question, do you think that these were worse sinners than all other men who dwell in Jerusalem? He says, I tell you, no, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. You see, the people of Jesus' day had the mentality, if something bad happened to you, then you must have brought it upon yourself. You must have done something wrong for that to happen. And you know, many times we have this attitude too. I remember one man coming to me years ago, and he had had a major conflict with another lady, and she had fallen and broken her leg. And he said to me, do you think that that was the judgment of God upon her for all that she has done wrong? He said, I think so. While I smiled at him and said, if that's how God judges sin, then all of us would have broken legs. You see, we have a limited perspective. We look at it very short-sightedly as if what happened today must have been caused by something we did yesterday. And we're not seeing the bigger picture. We're not seeing the eternal perspective that God has on these matters. What Jesus was teaching the people here was, if we got what we deserved, we would all die. The question shouldn't be, well, why me when things happen to us? It should rather be, why not me? Why hasn't this happened earlier? Because death hangs over the head of every person. Death is a result of sin. Death is still working in our body. Now, you might say, but but I'm saved. What do you mean it's still working in my body? Well, the Bible says that we're body, soul, and spirit. And when we come and accept Christ, We are saved. We're born again. Our spirit comes alive in God. And in that sense, we are spiritually saved. We're going to be forever with the Lord in heaven. But we also have a soul. That's our mind, will, and emotions. And the process of spiritual growth on earth is that our mind and our will and emotions are being renewed. We're beginning to think more like he thinks. And we're beginning to feel more like he feels. We grow. We grow up in Christ. In other words, I would say our soul is being saved. It's in the process of being saved. The scripture says in patience, possess your soul. The psalmist said he restores my soul. So my spirit is saved. My soul is being saved. But now what about our physical body? The scripture says our body will be saved. Romans 8 and 23 tells us that our body is waiting for for redemption it's not saved yet when christ returns the scripture says that this mortality will put on immortality at that point our bodies will be changed we will have a new body but even as christians living here on earth our body is still subject to death that's why we're aging that's why we die the scripture says that the last enemy that will be put under his feet is death so as christians understand our spirit is saved, our soul is in the process of being saved. In other words, it's being changed and renewed, but our body will be saved. So when something happens to us in the physical, we have a stroke or we get some kind of disease. We shouldn't think that this is strange. No, this is just part of still being in our natural flesh. Our body is still waiting for redemption. That's why the scripture says in Romans that it's groaning. We're groaning, waiting for that time of redemption. So, physical death is just part of our living here on earth. That's why the Bible says that our outward man is perishing, but our inward man is being renewed day by day. Now, how does all this relate to our subject of peace? Listen, when things happen to our physical body whether we have a stroke, whether we get cancer, whether some other kind of calamity comes and we die, it shouldn't disturb our peace. We need to realize that's just part of life. We all are going to die. In fact, when Jesus talks about these times when certain groups die, he said it's not because they're worse sinners. He's saying, as it were, this is just the natural way it is. In fact, we should wonder why it hasn't happened to us. Jesus said, Repent, or you're all going to perish, not just physically, but spiritually. Now, I said yesterday, this is a hard truth to understand because you will only understand it when you see life from an eternal perspective. Because whether we die at 30, 40, 50, 80, or 90, it doesn't really matter. We're all going to die. Death is working in us all. The main point is, Have you accepted Christ? Are you born again? Is your spirit alive? If it is, then you might die physically, but really you don't die because your spirit lives on forever. And in the resurrection, our body is going to be reunited with our spirit and we're going to live forever in the Lord's presence. Now, when you truly understand this, it gives you a peace in very difficult situations. Now, if you have listened to this program, you've heard me many times talk about my dad and how great an influence he was upon me and what a godly man he was. But let me tell you what happened to him at the end of his life. Five years before he died, he had a massive stroke and it left him completely paralyzed down one side. He couldn't speak. He couldn't understand language. In fact, he had to be fed by a feeding tube because he couldn't swallow. A terrible situation to be left in in the natural. And he was in that condition for five years until he finally passed away. And I had different people come to me and say, doesn't that bother you? How can you put this together that if God is loving and your father served God and was a good man, why would this happen to him? Why would he be left in this kind of situation? And I remember one man saying to me, it just really bothers me. You see, He was losing his peace. He didn't understand the unfairness. Perhaps if there had been a really wicked person, well, maybe then he could understand. But he knew my father, and he knew the life that he lived, and he couldn't put together why he would suffer at the end of his life like this. But to me, I wasn't puzzled by it. Now, I grieve the fact that he had to suffer and be in that condition, But I didn't lose my peace or I didn't become angry at God or wonder why was this happening to my father. I realized that my dad's physical body wasn't saved yet. It was waiting for redemption. It was still under the curse. It was going to die. But I also realized that his inner man was alive and was growing day by day. I didn't question God. I knew that death is working in us all. It's not a matter of, why did my dad have this stroke? It's just a matter of, this is what happens. I mean, in the physical, our body's going to die. We cannot have perpetual health. Now, I must add, God does give gifts of healing. There are times when we pray that God just comes and quickens our mortal body, and we're healed. I've been healed. I've seen my dad healed of things in the past. But you cannot just perpetually pray for health. If that would be the case, you'd live forever. But the scripture says, it's appointed unto man once to die. Because death is still working in our physical body, we are going to die. And many times the precursor of death is sickness and ailments and problems. It's because the body wears out. Now you would say, well, we just believe the Lord. Well, I've already said, you can't just perpetually believe the Lord for healing, even though Gifts of healing are there, and God grants those at times in his own purposes, and we can pray for that to happen. But I can't just keep rejuvenating every member of my body by prayer, or as I've said, we'd live forever. You see, these are understandings that we need to have in our heart and mind in order to handle these difficult times that come. If not, we'll get mad at God. And we'll say, why did God take my mother when she was 58 years of age? Or why did my baby die? Or why did my son get leukemia and die? We can question all these things as if God is intervening directly to cause this to happen. No, he's not. This is still a result of man's sin. Death is working in our physical bodies. Our spirit is saved. Our souls being saved. But our body is not saved yet. We need to understand this. And death is no respecter of persons. We are all dying. And so we trust God. Times when I get sick, I ask God for healing. And many times it comes. And I rejoice in that. And other times I pray. And it doesn't come. I don't get all upset about that. I just realize That's the nature of things. That's how it is in this life. But I have a hope beyond this life. And like the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, he said, So when this corruptible has put on incorruption, and when this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? What a great note to end on today. We'll continue on Monday. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register, and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children and youth and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.